from Australia. This is the Wireless Institute of Australia with the weekly news service. This broadcast is in text, audio and video and is accessed on wia.org.au. Thanks, Trevor. I'm VK4BB Graham with the WIA National News and a few people have asked us over the last month or so, who is it that does the station identifications for VK1WIA? Well, none other than Trevor Tag VK4BAT and Trevor, not only a ham, but a professional broadcaster. Yes, does the breakfast show on 4GY Gimpy. Now, back in about 1981, there was a singer, John Denver, who had a song called Some Days Are Diamonds, Some Days Are Stones. Well, today certainly isn't a stone day. It's a diamond day. We have a plethora of WIA officials joining us in this broadcast. We've got the vice president. We've got the WIA DX awards manager. We've got the president. We've got the amateur radio magazine editor-in-chief, and we have the secretary. Good morning, Graham, and uh, greetings from our warm and humid Darwin. The WIA board has determined that in accordance with its constitution, an election of directors shall be conducted by postal ballot. Three directors retire at the conclusion of the next annual general meeting, which will be held on the 1st of May 2021, namely... Greg Kelly, VK2GPK, myself, Peter Clee, VK8ZZ, and Scott Williams, VK3KJ. Each retiring director is eligible for re-election. Nominations are called for from persons seeking election as a director of the WIA. A director must be a voting member of the WIA and must hold an Australian amateur radio licence. Any persons wishing to nominate as a candidate for the election as director of the WIA must deliver a nomination form to the returning officer no later than the 31st of January 2021. A nomination form is available on the WIA website. Delivery to the returning officer may be made by hand when the WIA national office is open or by Australia Post Mail. Nominations received by facsimile or by email cannot be accepted. We encourage members to consider nominating for this most important role. 7-3, this has been WIA Secretary Peter, VK8ZZ. This is Roger Harrison, VK2ZRH, Editor-in-Chief of Amateur Radio Magazine. Late last Monday night, the 30th of November, the files for issue 6 of AR Magazine were uploaded to the printer's server. You will recall that back in late July when I took on issue number 2, I promised that we'd publish all six issues of the magazine this year. Well, we delivered. Print run of issue six is scheduled to roll off the press next Wednesday, on time as scheduled. If you subscribe to the print copy of AR Magazine, keep an eye out for it in your letterbox real soon now. For members who take the digital edition, watch your email inbox for a notification from the WIA that you can download your copy from the website. So... What can you expect to see and read in this issue? The cover features two young amateur radio direction-finding enthusiasts. With summer upon us and pandemic lockdowns soon to be a distant memory, ARDF is a sport that combines orienteering with amateur radio fox hunting. The prime technical feature is a close-up review of a competition-grade ARDF receiver kit from WIA ARDF coordinator Jack Bramham, VK3WWW. And to set the context, we have a feature article about the subject that reveals just what a captivating sport it is. In addition, 
The Homebrew HF Transceiver Story by Luigi Di Stefano, VK3AQZ, wraps up. Mike VK4QS tells us about his obsession with that famous Cold War warrior, the Collins R390 receiver. While Dr Kevin Johnson, VK4UH, explains how to avoid the pitfalls in powering the famous Yaesu FT817 as a transverter IF or with external power amps. And... Continuing the celebration of the WIA's 110th year, we have a feature on what was happening with AR Magazine 150 and 25 years ago. There's a whole lot more. Sit tight, it will soon be with you. I have to pay tribute to those who have striven to date to maintain the momentum of AR production, especially over the uncertain circumstances prevailing this year. I give you all my best wishes for the season. Safe travelling and happy celebrations. This has been AR Magazine Editor-in-Chief Roger Harrison, VK2ZRH, for VK1WIA News. Hello, this is Greg with this week's WIA Board Comment. On the 24th of October, the Federal Regulator ACMA published an update that was titled A Reminder About Basic Respect and Courtesy. This was concerning their radio amateur call sign examination service provider, the Australian Marine College, AMC. This update notice goes on to state... Quote, we understand that recently there have been delays in processing call sign applications, which has been caused by factors outside of AMC's control. While this can be frustrating, we have been disappointed by reports of rude and disrespectful behaviour from people in the radio amateur community towards AMC staff. This behaviour reflects negatively on the entire radio amateur community. And finally, the update concludes that ACMA have advised AMC to report such behaviour back to ACMA. The WI believes such behaviour towards any customer service staff, not just AMC, is completely unacceptable and quite reprehensible conduct, irrespective of your level of frustration. This applies to both telephone and or email contact, and we agree totally with the ACMA statement that it damages the reputation of radio amateurs generally. Moreover, it is completely counterproductive towards achieving a better outcome. The person you are speaking to or emailing is almost certainly not the problem. So what is the background to these delays that are causing so much frustration to so many? The WI has been contacted in recent months by many radio amateurs, aspirant radio amateurs and assessors very concerned over excessive delays being consistently experienced for deed processing services. That is new call sign allocations and amateur license exam processing. These services were outsourced by the ACMA, the Australian Communications and Media Authority, to the current provider AMC, with 15 business day service levels in February 2019. Recurring delays close to 90 days or higher have been consistently reported to the WIA and continue to be reported by WIA members. These members have also expressed frustration with the lack of transparency in terms of getting time to complete or processing milestone status updates. One complainant has advised that they have been waiting 119 days and counting. To date, There is a complete lack of information as to the root cause of these delays or when we can expect the contracted service levels to be met. In fact, the WI contends that the service levels have never been consistently met by AMC. During the early stages of the COVID-19 pandemic during lockdowns in Tasmania, the Statutory Communications Authority provided the current exam provider contract relief to the required service levels by temporarily extending the deed service level to 45 days from the original 15. ACMA has stated that, quote, delays are due to circumstances beyond the current exam provider's direct control, yet no detail has been proffered 
as to why constraints would still apply. The service level relief has not yet been rescinded, despite Tasmania not being subject to lockdowns in recent months. However, the excessive delays continue to be problematic and are clearly untenable longer term. And from the reports to us, they appear to be getting worse, not better. So what should you do? If you are impacted and have an unresolved issue with the service provider AMC, email the service provider with the subject line of formal complaint and include relevant details. Be courteous and respectful and copy ACMA as outsourcing a service does not absolve them of ultimate responsibility for the service. In your email, seek a response in respect to how AMC and or ACMA intend, one, to resolve your specific issue, and two, to rectify an obviously broken process. The WA has offered on multiple occasions to assist AMC, however AMC has advised that subcontracting was precluded by the deed. However, it seems they were poorly advised as this is not correct. The deed does, in fact, allow for subcontracting, only requiring ACMA to be advised. Until next time, this is Greg, VK2GPK. This is VK1WIA. All points of contact from today's news stories are to be found in print when you read the web editions, www.wia.org.au. WIA Awards Program, new sponsor. The WIA Awards Program is pleased to announce that Future Systems are the proud new sponsor of the annual DX Leaderboard Competition. Future Systems, based in Perth, are the Flex Systems dealer in VK. Having a corporate sponsor is a first for the awards program, and the annual leaderboard competition is open to all VK award participants with seven different categories, DXEC, Triple, Open, Phone, CW, Digital, and Grid Square. The competition runs over each calendar year, and winners of each category receive a crystal plaque courtesy of our new sponsor. 73 from Graham Alston, VK3GA Awards Manager. Hello, I'm WIA Vice President Lee Moyle, VK3GK. Draft policy on amateur satellites. The Wireless Institute of Australia has received a number of requests to support CubeSat projects who wish to utilise amateur radio frequencies for operations. Accordingly, the WIA have prepared a policy document to deal with such applications. The purpose of this document is to provide some guidance to the WIA on making decisions when approached by organisations seeking WIA support or endorsement for their satellite mission and agreement for the use of amateur service frequency allocations for operation of satellites and associated ground control stations. This draft policy is published to seek feedback from the amateur radio community. The board of the WIA thanked Dale VK1DSH for his contribution to this draft policy. Submissions close on the 31st of December 2020 and can be made by email to nationaloffice at wia.org.au. For WIA National News, I'm Lee Moyle, VK3GK. This is the home service of the Wireless Institute of Australia through VK1WIA. Now, international news with Jason, VK2LAW. Those paying attention over the years to the international news will have realised we go in chronological order east to west from the international dateline. But not this week. We're starting where that telescope has ended its life. The huge, already damaged radio telescope in Puerto Rico that had played a key role in astronomical discoveries for more than half a century completely collapsed on Tuesday last. The telescope's 900-tonne receiver platform fell onto the reflector dish more than 400 feet below. 
the US National Science Foundation had earlier announced that the Arecibo Observatory would be closed. An auxiliary cable snapped in August, causing a 100-foot gash on the 1,000-foot or 305-metre-wide dish and damaged the receiver platform that hung above it. Then a main cable broke in early November. The collapse stunned many scientists who had relied on what was until recently the largest radio telescope in the world. News out of Europe now to Belgium. Special call signs in Belgium during the second lockdown period. Due to the recent stricter COVID-19 measures, many radio amateurs will be forced to spend most of the following weeks at home again. Many are obliged to telework. Telework is definitely becoming the new standard for several employees. At the request of the Royal Union of Belgian Radio Amateurs, their regulator BIPT has granted permission to apply for customised special call signs. Belgian amateurs activate the following special event call signs plus many, many more to remind everyone of COVID-19 restrictions and express gratefulness to medical personnel. Some of the special event stations are OS2 Hope, OT5 Alive, OR20 Stay Home, OT6 Safe, and OQ5 Be Clever. One nice thing, and certainly appreciated by the Belgian hams, is that the costs for replying for the special call sign are borne by their society, UBA. In the United Kingdom, Shard Building sends thank you in Morse code. The RSGB say they were asked to check the Morse for illuminations on the iconic Shard Building in London. The display features the message thank you in Morse. Illuminated with visual effects in shades of blue and white, this year's display has been specially designed to show gratitude to all NHF staff and key workers who've worked tirelessly to keep the British public safe during the COVID-19 pandemic. Made up of 575 LED lights and fixtures across the top 20 storeys of the Shard, make up the highest light show in Western Europe. To North America now, radio amateurs of Canada are pleased to announce that they're accepting applications from amateur radio clubs across that country for liability insurance for 2021. RAC run the RAC Affiliated Club Insurance Program each year to provide Canadian amateur radio clubs with liability insurance coverage, often needed by clubs in order to operate in public venues or for public events. And of course, don't forget our own WIA Club Public Liability Insurance, underwritten by Miramar Underwriting Agency, under the Miramar Steadfast General and Products Liability wording. The WIA's insurance broker is Annis Group Proprietary Limited of Sydney. The policy is endorsed to show the insured as the Wireless Institute of Australia, its members and affiliated clubs and their members, and including voluntary workers, whilst acting within the scope of their duties as a voluntary worker for those insureds. Check out more information at wia.org.au. In the United States, in comments to the FCC, ARRL has argued that radio amateurs be allowed to continue shared operation in the 3.4 gigahertz band until 5G licensees who purchase the spectrum when the FCC puts it up to auction initiate incompatible operations. At a minimum, amateur operations should be permitted to continue indefinitely in the 3.3 to 3.45 gigahertz spectrum where no new flexible licenses are under immediate consideration. For WIA National News in Sydney, I'm Jason VK2LAW. Now, operational news with Felix VK4FUQ. Hello there. December 6 to 8, 160 metres worldwide. December 14, 15, 10 metres worldwide. 
Ross Hull Memorial VHF UHF contest takes place autumn January 2021. VHF UHF Summer Field Day, Saturday 16 and Sunday 17 January. CQ Worldwide 160m CW Contest, January 29-31. CQ Worldwide 160m SSB Contest, February 26-28. The CQ Worldwide Ritty WPX Contest, February 13-14. DX Window, December. Australian Special Event, VI 110WIA, until the end of 2020, to celebrate our 110th anniversary. In fact, the world's oldest amateur radio society. Activities on the HF bands in QSL as Virello TW. Germany. DK70 DIRC is active until the end of December to celebrate the 70th anniversary of the Deutsche Amateur Radio Club. Be listening for special call signs from Poland, including 3Z20ARIS, HF20IS, and HF7IS until December the 21st. Hams there have been on the air, marking the 20th anniversary of continuous operation of the amateur radio station on the International Space Station. Listen for Don, K6ZO, who is active as 7Q6M from a mission hospital at the Gladden Station in Malawi, a landlocked country in southeastern Africa, until the middle of December. He has been using CW and SSB at various times, usually on 20, 40 and 80 metres, and at his residence he will operate FT8. Denmark. OZ200EM is on the year until the end of the year, honouring the memory of Hans Christian Osterd, who discovered the principle of electromagnetism 200 years ago. Netherlands. With the passing of Edward Ludwig van Halen, legendary guitarist of the band Van Halen, October 6, 2020, a special tribute event station is belting it out on air as PI5150EVH until January 31st. For more details and a video, see qrz.com. United Nations 4U Special Event Station 4U75UN is QRV until the end of 2020, celebrating the United Nations 75th anniversary. For VK1WIA National News, I'm Felix VK4FUQ Inningham. From Australia, this is the Wireless Institute of Australia with the weekly news service. Available on RF and on demand 24 7 from the wia.org.au website. We wish to interrupt this program in order to bring you this special bulletin. This is your Christmas radio station. (laughs) VK1WIA. Hi, I'm Lyndall, VK4ZM, with the latest Santa Alert. Royal Society of Great Britain launches NHS charity auction as part of its Get on the Air for Christmas campaign. Roy, Golf Zero Victor Foxtrot Sierra, won the lockdown category in the RSGB's annual construction competition and has donated his beautifully engineered virus-perplexed bug CW key to raise money for NHS charities together. Roy engraved the key to give a link, like a time capsule, to what has been an extraordinary and challenging time in history for us all. It reads, This Morse key was handcrafted by G0VFS while staying at home to protect our National Health Service during the corona pandemic, spring 2020. The auction will run from 9th to 19th December, ending on the day that the Get on the Air for Christmas campaign begins. Watch out, here comes Santa! The Santa Watch Net on Christmas Eve is hosted by Do Drop In Echo Link Node 355800, getting underway at 1800 UTC. This week we have the jolly red-suited man himself on WIA National News to tell us about it. <laughs> 
boys and girls. My, how the time has flown. It's time again for the Santa Watch Net. That's right. Old Santa's going to be making his rounds. And can you believe it? For the tenth year in a row, the gang at the Dew Drop-In will be watching the radar. Join the Santa Watch Net, starting at 1,800 hours Eastern Time. <laughs> and just like last year, and every year, Santa has the radio in his sleigh. And yeah, he might even chat with the kids again. Ho, ho, ho! Merry Christmas from me, old Santa, and all my little elves at the Dude Drop-In. <laughs> Thanks, Santa. Once again, it's the Santa Watch Net, Christmas Eve on Echo Link Conference Server Node. Three five five eight zero zero. More Christmas DX to hunt. Members of the Holy Land DX group will operate four X-ray seven Tango from zero eight hundred UTC on the twenty fifth, ending thirteen hundred UTC the twenty sixth of December. They will have three stations running on eighty three to ten meter bands using CW, SSB, and FT eight. Apple Isle Christmas auction. Weiss and Tasmania South will hold their 2020 Christmas barbecue meeting on December 13th from noon at the QTH of Peter, BK7 TPE in Maureen at 240 Old Station Road, Snug. Hope QSO parties over Christmas. Following the RSGB's successful Hope QSO parties earlier in the year, the HF Contest Committee is launching two further short Christmas Hope Party series to run as part of the Society's Get On The Air For Christmas campaign with the NHS. The first starts Monday 21st December and the second Monday 4th January 2021. Each series has two phone, two CW, two RTTY and two FT4 events. As part of this RSGB and NHS campaign, get on the air for Christmas, the NHS amateur radio station, GB1 NHS, will be on air on Sunday 20th December and Wednesday 30th December 2020. Ofcom is supporting the use of forward slash November Hotel Sierra as a suffix to call signs during the campaign, running 19th December through to January 9th. Santa Station very close to the North Pole. Members of the Finnish Market Reef Christmas DX Association are operating Oscar Golf 1 Xmas to December 26th. Christmas action in the sweaty North. The Tarking 2020 Christmas Party in Monster Auction happens next Sunday, December 13th from 10.30am at the Big Shed, Girl Guides Camping and Training Centre, Blue Water. Day admission to the centre is $10 per head, with proceeds going to the Flinders Region Guides to maintain and upgrade the training centre. A COVID-19 sanitation and sign-in point will be active, and the current venue limit is 50 persons. 30 persons are booked in so far for the barbecue, lunch, monster auction and mystery prezi auction, and booking close Friday, December 11th. Well, that's the Santa alert for now. Still nowhere near the North Pole. I'm Lindell, VK4ZM in Paradise, counting the sleeps till Christmas. Now, special interest group news with Bruce, VK3FFF. Hi, worldwide special interest groups, final frontier. Following deployment of Neutron 1 from the ISS November 5th, several beacons have been received and decoded. The conclusion is that the satellite is in a normally charging deep sleep mode. Neutron 1 has been identified as NORAD Object 46923 and is now included in AMSAT's TLE distribution.
Worldwide Special Interest Groups, IOTA, OC150. Ten operators calling themselves the BEMA Expedition Team are active as 7C9B from Sunbawa Island, Indonesia, until next Thursday, December the 10th. Activity has been heard on all bands 160 to 10 metres using SSB and FT8. NA026 Bodo DF8DX is active as KT3Q2 from the New York State IOTA Group until the night before Christmas. The New York State IOTA Group is centred around Long Island but does include Governor's Island, a 172-acre island in the heart of New York Harbour, only one kilometre from Lower Manhattan. OC139, Grant, VK5GR, advises all that he is returning to Kangaroo Island January 11th, and I quote, After a successful trip in July, I'll be returning to KI in January for a longer break. Details of what bands and modes will be announced on my webpage. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, Medical, Doctors Without Borders. Members of Belgium Club Radio Dernal are active as OP19MSF until December 13th, putting the spotlight on Médecins Sans Frontières for its active role during this period of pandemic. Médecins Sans Frontières, Doctors Without Borders, is an independent international medical humanitarian organisation that delivers emergency aid to people affected by armed conflict, epidemics, healthcare exclusion and natural or man-made disasters. There is no need to send a QSL. They will send QSL to everyone via the Bureau. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, Radio Amateur Old Timers, and who better than Clive, VK6CSW, to bring us details. The Radio Amateurs Old Timers Club of Australia's December Bulletin goes to air tomorrow. And don't forget too that the Perth Christmas Lunch is at the Basie on Tuesday, December the 8th. The main features this month are Club News... Hamshack Phone, read by Bruce, VK3UV, Mark Oliphant, physicist, read by Ian, VK3JS, an article entitled Persistence from OTN Magazine Number 2, and The World of Twistronics, both read by Ian, VK3JS, an update on Voyager 2 by Bruce, VK3UV, and finally, a special Christmas joke. Everyone's most welcome to tune in tomorrow and to join in the callbacks afterwards. Regular listeners will of course have their favourite time and mode to tune in, but newcomers can find a full list of transmissions on the RAOTC website at www.raotc.org.au or simply Google RAOTC Broadcasts. You can download the audio file at any time from today from the RAOTC website. If you do listen this way, a brief feedback comment would be appreciated. Please remember that there is no broadcast in January. Our first bulletin in 2021 will be on Monday, February the 1st. On behalf of the RAOTC committee, I wish everyone a safe and happy Christmas and all the very best for 2021. 7-3 from Clive, VK6CSW. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, Radio Scouting.
These scouts have heart. Over the past 12 months, four scouts and one Ventura scout have been busy studying for their Foundation Amateur Radio licences thanks to Hart, Huonville Electronics and Radio Team. Reist assessors undertook the assessments under the auspices of the Australian Maritime College who oversee the process with the regulator ACMA issuing the licences. 20 hours of theory and practical sessions were provided, including very important safety and interference topics. All five candidates passed and have been granted their licences to operate on the amateur bands as foundation operators. Hart, formed as a part of the scouting curriculum, has also seen the permanent radio shack VK7HSD being put into service at the scout hall. Worldwide Special Interest Groups Rescue Radio The US Coast Guard has invited comments by January 21st, 2021 on a proposal to discontinue HF voice watch keeping. The USCG proposes to cease monitoring 4125 kHz, 6215 kHz, 8291 kHz and 12290 kHz in the contiguous US and Hawaii due to a lack of activity. Special Interest Groups Summits on the Air Brotherly and Sisterly Love Sometimes our siblings may know more than we do. Our sister news crew, AR Newsline in the USA, have run a story where an Aussie is after interested SOTA activators. Brian, VK3BCM, asked that interested SOTA activators email him a planned SOTA summit activating event in the Mount Hotham ski region, which if it goes ahead would take place between the 5th and 8th of February. Special interest groups, VHF and above, the plumber's delight. 5,400 kilometres, TEP, opening on 144 MHz between Argentina and the island of Aruba, November 2020. There have been some remarkable contacts made on 144 MHz recently via trans-equatorial propagation. TEP, from the Caribbean to South America, with many in the region of 4,000 to 5,000 kilometres. One of the most impressive was a contact between P41E on the island of Aruba and LU2EPO near Buenos Aires in Argentina, a distance of just over 5,400 kilometres. Etienne P41E managed to complete 33 contacts with Argentinian stations on 144 MHz using a combination of SSB, FM and FT8 modes. Yes, 33 contacts. I'm Bruce, VK3 F from sunny Bendigo. Well, thanks, Bruce. Now, time we left here already. Time has certainly got away from us this week. Don't forget, we've got the Alara ladies coming along the week before Christmas to bring you this news. Now, until we do meet again, I'm Graham VK4BB. Walk softly. From Australia, this has been the Wireless Institute of Australia with the weekly news service. This broadcast is in text, audio and video and is accessed on wia.org.au.